Deep down in a world far away, there is a secret society. A cabal of rich, powerful men who are plotting podcast domination. It's called Southside Rabbi. Dang. What up, man? <laughs> Why you put us in the Illuminati, dog? Bro, because we are, bro. Duh, According to YouTube, oh. QAnon, yes. and a whole other, a whole lot of other fringe sources and right. some kind of you, uh, other YouTube documentaries. The Illuminati has just taken a special interest in discipling people they just, for Christ. Yes, Lecrae's in it. They just want to see people come to the reach records saving is, knowledge of Christ. Reach records is in and it. And become... Like him and win the nations that Christ is offering their very existences for the glory of God. And the Illuminati's invested in that. They are invested in it. They're like, man, let's get them Spurgeon. Let's get them Calvin. Let's get them books about oh. the Lord. Oh my gosh, bro. Duh, everybody's in the Illuminati, bro. Duh, you. You're in the Illuminati. Bro, I don't know if you know. I was actually encouraged when I when I saw the first video. Really? When I saw the first video that had all these connections That's of how you me, you I was like, yes. You made it. They see me. Yes. <laughs> That's how you know you made it, bro. When yes. you are a public figure and they say that you're an Illuminati because uh, you were eating a Dorito and it was shaped like a triangle. It was a triangle, dog. That's how you know. Man, what was crazy, though, after those uh, the video, uh, a couple of videos came out saying that I was an Illuminati. I had people that I, friends, people that I knew and loved and Stop. trusted. Stop. Pull me aside. Stop. I'm not happen. joking. I am not joking. I, I can see the guy in my head right now. What? We were talking and I was joking like, you believe people were saying this, blah, 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 blah. And he wasn't laughing He was me. like, no, but are you though? That's what he said. <laughs> he was literally like, but... Really? But I mean, but honestly, I mean, what do you, what do you say to Have that? you been the Bohemian Grove? Like, Bro, do I, do I need to say something to that? Do, when did... <laughs> When did you really start to think that perhaps KB has? I knew it. He is re- he, that man is. We walked across I, the threshold. I we don't, don't know, flew man. Out. He I don't flew know. out to the, bo- bo- the Bohemian he Grove. He went to the Bohemian Grove. That boy he put some leaves on. He and was <laughs> butt naked with leaves on and started walking barefoot through. He was over there <laughs> sacrificing the animals to Molech, um, along with Bill Clinton, um, so and, and Bill Gates. So, uh, yes. if y'all don't know, first of all, before we get started Please, on anything, take a minute. Take a let minute, me bro. introduce you to my new world order brethren. Wow, the the one world currency champion. What? The 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 paragon of swag, the elder of leadership, <laughs> the deacon of discipleship. Oh, the inconquerable. Unexplicable, undefeated. Uh Kevin Elijah Burgess. Amen. Thank I'm you. Glad, I'm glad to have you here, brother. I'm glad to be here, but before I say another word, oh, let gosh. me stop and ask the front of house guy to put all the <laughs> lights on the man on the other end of this table. This gentleman has single-handedly figured out. How to defeat racism? Oh my gosh! Get and this a guy. whole list of other sinful mutinies. This gentleman has also perfected lemonade and a perfect turkey burger. He is the astounding, the bewildering, the stunning, staggering, shocking, startling, stupefying. I mean, the dream. 
Hudson, make some noise for me. Thank man. you, my brother. Y'all are so kind, and you are so gracious. So gracious of an of an intro. Yes. I don't know how you come up with those adjectives. Uh, it's called Google. Okay. Yep. And Google I University. Use it without refrain. Okay. Now, you've already tipped the hand right. to what we're talking about today by calling me. I literally just lost a third of my <laughs> fan base. But that's okay, brother, right. because the conversation needs to be had. Yes. How are you doing with paying dues to the Illuminati? No, I'm so first of all, <laughs> I gave about three quarts. Are you behind? I, has COVID affected your dues? It actually has. I gave about three quarts of blood last month. <laughs> wow. Sacrificed about two chickens. For those who don't know, that's how you donate. That's how you donate. To the Illuminati. We're watching you. Yeah. Um. So today, as you guys may be able to guess, we are talking about conspiracy theories. Facts. And I think that one of the reasons that we want to talk about conspiracy theories, number one, is because now in the time, in this this era that we're in where we have a global pandemic, COVID-19, that is wreaking havoc on the world, mm-hmm. um, there has been a rise in conspiracy theories regarding uh, not just COVID-19, but I mean, there's a, a, a rise of conspiracy theories regarding a lot of different things. Right. Um, one of the things that we know and that we have seen throughout history is that conspiracy theories are not new. Right. Conspiracy theories have been around for a very, very long time. Um, And one of the things that you actually also notice about conspiracy theories is almost any time, this is one thing I want y'all to notice too, is that almost any time there is a catastrophic event that happens to the world or to a nation or to a country, uh, even to a state, there's usually always a conspiracy behind it. Mm -hmm. There's conspiracy theories behind uh, uh, 9-11, there was there was the there was the Red Scare with World War One and World War Two right. that conspiracy. There was conspiracy around Sandy Hook. There was conspiracy about when a black man started running for president. Remember Y two K? Oh, Y two K when we were massive, transitioning into the millennium. Man, we were ready to Bro, lose everything. They, I actually mugs emptied the grocery store. Yes. Wasn't a can of Campbell's soup in 50 miles. Bro, everybody was in so much fear, terror, and dread when Y2K was going to happen. We woke up in the morning and everything was exactly the way it was the day before. Um, so, yeah, Y2K, I didn't even think about that. Um, and then you think about stuff like, like I said, when the first black man was running for president, you had a conspiracy about him not being born in the United States. Right. Uh, even now, you have stuff like Obamagate, the Russian hoax with Donald Trump. Uh him talking about the deep state. I mean, there's just uh, usually uh, uh, when there's stuff, when there when there are catastrophic events or stuff that we can't really explain, or when there's a lot of um, political tribalism, there's always conspiracy that's not too far behind. Um, and so we want to discuss with you guys what we think about conspiracy theories, um, and also. Um, just some of the ways in which we feel like conspiracy theories can be harmful. Mm-hmm. So this conversation is uniquely important for us because it seems uh, that Christians are kind of like the target audience for conspiracies in this country. And right. it's kind of been that way for a while now. Yeah. It's, 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 like, it's actually funny that you said that real quick because yeah. they have proven that especially even during the 2016 election when they had Russia running all these troll farms and stuff, that the audience that a lot of these troll farms were aiming themselves at were evangelical Christians. Really? Because they were most likely to not only take in the the fake news, but also to spread spread it. it. Yeah, especially if it's in regards to their political opponents. And just a little context. So the the Russian farms were essentially 
um, these these group of I mean of hackers and folks who are essentially spinning out Facebook ads, internet ads, Google ads mm-hmm. that were spreading misinformation for the purpose of dividing people. And this is what's discouraging to me about that, I mean, mm-hmm. is that these Russian uh, uh, basically ad farms that mm-hmm. were making up lies about uh, all, like during 2016, a massive amount, like a, a a massive amount of the the articles that were circulating around Facebook around anti vaccination, right, originated in Russia. Ah, that makes Who, sense. By the way, Russia is extremely pro vaccination. Yeah, to the point that it's it's like mandatory. Right. So it's not it's not as if they were like trying to like give us some like throw us a line. These right. people out here vaccinated. Right. 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 Stop doing that. They specifically disconnect from their own experience. We're trying to target a group of individuals in this country large enough that they can sway what happens or sway the society and get them riled up over all kinds of issues right. and then as a result have them turn on the other. And can I say this too? Right. It's it's real quick just to interject. It's very what KB is saying is very important. Um and it's very important for us to even though we're just specifically right now for this small piece talking about Russia to understand how Russia really operates when it comes to their tactics. Oh yeah, so like when in the we Cold think War. about the Cold War, that's what Russia's tactics Russia's tactics were always, especially in the Cold War, they saw the Cold War as a war of information and intel. And what they always sought to do was undermine things that were happening in the U.S. in regards to information. They wanted to cause confusion. They wanted to cause chaos. And they usually right. wanted to do that by stealing information and then also injecting false information. And someone like Vladimir Putin, who you know scholars will say, has is a person that has never seen the Cold War as something that has ended. Though we think the Cold War is over. Mm. And, and, you know, in, in, in 91, we have USSR fa- uh, falling and stuff like that. Putin has, is a person that sees the Cold War as something that is continuing. So it makes a lot of sense yeah. when you think about them studying how, and, and there's empirical evidence talking about how Russia has right. done this th- these things and then kind of interjected this false information to kind of cause chaos. They did right. that with the election. They've done it with a, a bunch of different things. Right. But that's kind of how they, that's kind of what and, they and do. And ultimately what they're aiming for is civil war. And here's the thing. They have accomplished it in other countries. Yeah. They've been able through Facebook, my guy, to pour out a flood of misinformation and lies about the other or whoever you see as your political opponent right. or whatever you're afraid of. Right. Whatever you're afraid of, they can generate these legit-looking sources of information mm-hmm. that are designed to do nothing but get you more and more angry right. and more and more divided. Yeah. But here's what's discouraging about that is that for the Russian farms— mm-hmm. For for the the Russian strategy in in spreading misinformation during the election and up to current day, that they feel like their message or their mission of disunity finds its best home among Christians who are supposed to be the fruit of the unity that Christ won for them on the cross. Yes. This is John 17, the high priestly prayer. My prayer before I get up out of here, before I before I leave for my final breath, okay? I have this moment with the Father where I'm praying for uh, the world, right? 
but not just the world, but I'm praying for those in the world who will believe on my name. And my greatest desire for my people is that they be one. Like who, Jesus? Like how me and the Father are one. Right. Which says either many people who are naming the name of Christ Mm -hmm. actually aren't in him, or Christians who are naming the name of Christ and are in him are seriously betraying the whole prerogative right. for the church and for the, the 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 for his people because that breaks my heart that there is a group of of adversaries to our nation that when they look at who they can deceive or make divided right. against themselves and the nation they think of us. They think of right. evangelicals. Right, right. So that's disheartening, mm-hmm. to say the least. Yeah. And, and also, let us just be clear. When we're talking about conspiracies, conspiracy theories, there is a such thing as conspiracy, right? Right, right. None of us will not deny that. There's also conspiracies that have been legitimate in in, in proving Absolutely. true. Absolutely. We can go through a we whole We can go through a whole bunch of them. of them. So Watergate, is a, it was a conspiracy that when people started talking about it, everybody was like, that's crazy. You're talking about the Nixon administration broke into the Democratic National Convention Come and was stealing. Like, what are you talking about? So, But that ended up being true, yes. right? But it got proven true with empirical and objective evidence. Right, right, right. right. Uh, credible empirical objective evidence. Right. Um, same thing with uh, Epstein, right? Yes. The, not not talking about Epstein being killed. That's still a conspiracy. Like, did was Epstein killed in jail? Yes. Or like, or did, did, did he, he really suicide? suicide. Um, but I'm talking about Epstein as far as him actually having this underground uh, pedophilia sex ring going. That right. was kind of like a conspiracy. Right. And as we know, that's been proven true. Right. 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 Um, the mafia, the La Cosa Nostra. Everybody thought that the mob, the mob was like a big conspiracy. Like that these these Italian guys are running this underground organized crime syndicate called the Mafia, right. and everybody's quiet about it. That was kind of a conspiracy, and then the FBI showed that it was absolutely true. Right, right, right. right? So we could keep going. The Iran the, Contra scandal. Also, the Popeye's chicken sandwich being better than Chick Fil A. Oh man, that was a conspiracy. Bro. And then we proved that much true <laughs> all the way. <laughs> right? Hey, uh, Chicken fil is still God's chicken, though. It is. We got to give him that. Oh, no, you but didn't. But I don't know what but that would make Popeye's But that Popeye's then. chicken sandwich was... I don't know. Certainly angelic. <laughs> that mug was in... It was in the kingdom, that I mug, tell you that. Yes, it's going to be in the kingdom. That's what I... Uh, it yeah, may not yeah. be the throne. Right, right. But it's in the room. It's going to be in there. It's going right, to be in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so we, what we're saying is that there... There are legitimate conspiracies, but the thing about conspiracy is that it has to be proven by facts, has to be proven by it has to be proven by evidence, and usually those things have to come from credible sources that could be vetted, held accountable, checked out. Facts. What we are seeing now, what I'm talking about as far as conspiracy, is usually defined as a well-organized effort, um, like initiated by an elite group of powerful men and women that are secretly kind of working together for a singular goal. Um, or vision, and it often involves collaboration between government agencies and the media and everybody that's in power. Um, and so we're talking about as our um, as uh, Ed Flowers. I mean Ed Flowers. What am I saying? Ed Flowers. Joe Forrest would say is a conspiracy theory related to false flag attacks, deep state, Illuminati, Freemasons, QAnon, flat earth, shadow government, and any other belief system that hinges on the assumption that most of our lives are controlled by plots hatched in secret. Right. Um, in, 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 the, in secret places by a select few 
powerful individuals. And that can include, like I said, ideas about the Illuminati, New World Order, Deep State, et cetera, et cetera. So I believe that um, there's a few reasons why a lot of these things are harmful for the Christian. Right. Um, as far as like conspiracy is concerned. One of the things is that it makes us look gullible. Which is one of the reasons why a lot of Christians were targeted when it came to fake news and stuff, because right. we had proven ourselves yeah. to just kind of accept this information right. um, with, uh, without really doing any proper research. Or it any also kind of... makes us look really afraid. Yes, it, it does. It, it does it, we, we don't come off like the people who, A, mm -hmm. their lives are so buried in Christ right. that literally the life that Jesus has is my life and it can't be taken away. Right. Because Jesus will never die again. Right. Right. <laughs> I am that secure in right. my own demise. Yes. Like, with, like, and then in addition to that, God's whole song in the Old Testament, like if he had a tattoo, it would probably say, fear not, I am with you. Right. Stop being afraid. Right. Right. Like that, that's like his thing. He's right. Mr. Stop being afraid. Exactly. Because I'm God. He yes. finds your fear offensive. Right. Right. So... If that's who is our God and we are his people, right? when every little every little restriction, regulation, new, unexplainable, even some things that are explainable, just we just don't sit right with us. Yep. Or if every time somebody comes to the table and says, you know that they're probably doing this and this is connected with that. Right. And we're like, oh, my gosh, that's what that's what it is. Right. And then we get on Facebook and start ringing the alarm. Don't get tested for COVID-19. People were saying. And I follow Christians a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, most of the folks on my my personal Facebook Likewise. page are Christians. Likewise. People were reposting things about not getting tested for COVID-19 because they were connecting connecting it to getting chips implanted in them. Yeah, it's crazy. So what that says to me, if they are implanting chips, uh, they were high enough in my nose that they could have certainly put a chip up there. <laughs> and it was very sore for a long time. <laughs> But uh, the fact of the matter is, what that says to me is that you live in fear. If you think about, when we talk about the mark of the beast, for example, right. which was traumatic for my childhood. Uh, absolutely. I was always- Any Christian that was raised in evangelical home, the mark of the beast and the rapture and all that stuff was very the rapture, traumatic. If I would, literally, dog, if I would come downstairs and I could not find my mom, I literally was She's like- God took her! And, and I got left are. behind. And I'm going to get decapitated or get this mug on my... It is just me and Kirk Cameron. <laughs> me and Kirk like, just trying to hold, hold, try on. To hold on. Bro, I lived in fear all the time, my guy. Right. Uh, bad eschatology to do that too. Yes, that's it. Every, every, every time, Every brother. time. And uh, so for us, fear really undergirded our understanding of what it meant to live as a Christian in this world. Right. Not missing the rapture, making sure that we didn't accidentally get the mark of the beast on us, uh, always being weary of seeing the number six or 666, right. which I understand because typically when people use 666 together, they're trying to align themselves with something demonic. Exactly. So and I they, totally yeah. understand And they it. do that based upon what But it, if I had yeah. a phone number that had three sixes in it, even right. if they weren't consecutive, it was like, hold up, cuz. Yeah. That's too close. Or, or, or if your groceries came up to $6.66. It's like, man, you better give hey, me a try to yeah, put this tic-tacs on there. Throw them tic-tacs in there, cuz. <laughs> hey, cuz. <laughs> Where there's almost something superstitious about it. Right. And superstition is is oftentimes the result of fear. And it's right. what I'm saying is at the bottom of 
uh, of a lot of this conversation is a group of people who are massively afraid. Yeah. Because here's the reality. Even if we accept it, the mangled, wildly unbiblical, Hollywood-saturated version of the Mark of the Beast yeah. and, uh, and the, uh, the Beast in general, uh-huh. if we accepted that version of Revelation, right. which it is very, very popular in the culture to make the Mark of the Beast— People walking around with barcodes on their forehead and on their right hand. But brothers and sisters, that is very unpopular among biblical scholars. Right, it is. Biblical scholars are pretty much unanimous that the market of beasts has nothing to do with chips or even physical marks for that matter. Absolutely. We'll get into that in a second. Absolutely. But I just want to show that there's a massive gap between how we have generally understood what is happening in Revelation 13 uh-huh. as opposed to those who do the work of Greek and Hebrew for that matter. Even though Revelation 13 was written in Greek, yeah. there's still a strong connection to it's the Hebrew text like Ezekiel. Yes. Because that, that, marks are all through the Bible. You, right. People getting marks starting from Cain. Right. Where there are these marks that are put on the righteous. In fact, in the book of Revelation, there is the mark of the righteous that nobody ever talks and, about. And it's that, on their forehead. That's it's on, on their, folks' right, forehead. Right. So well, we'll get into the mark in a, in a second. But yeah. it's just I just want to be clear. The, the, the version that we're running around with of the Mark of the Beast and, and all that stuff is very, very different from those who spend their lives studying the text. Yeah. They just, in that community, there is next to nobody who is basically repeating the Left Behind series. So anyways, mm-hmm. fear. But the fact of the matter is, even if we did accept that as fact, bro, if we accepted that what is going to happen is that there's going to be a combining of a new world that has a single currency and everyone people are going to get this mark on their hand and their forehead if that is prophetic there's nothing you can do to stop it right if, 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 if that, that, that's that's a good point is that if it really is prophetic which which I think that if you guys full disclosure we don't really think that that's how it's going to go that's not our interpretation right, of, right, of right. what Revelation's saying but if you did let's just say worst let's case just scenario accept it that there would be right. nothing that you can really do because it's, it's prophetic you can't stop the will of God from yeah, actually if the belief is that God has to usher that in before we can get to then it's the gonna, other stuff then it's gonna happen then it's gonna happen and in fact if you believe that the rapture is predicated upon mm-hmm. that happening, right. then you'd almost be like, wow, Jesus is coming sooner. It's answer, right, right. So then I thought, praise God for that. Yes. So there's, there's almost a, there's almost a uh, disconnection in the fact that if this is prophecy, if God has spoke this, is he calling you to undo it and undermine <laughs> it every, every step of the way? Right. I'm not saying that he's calling you to just embrace it. Embrace it. Right. I'm not saying that the best thing to do is just to be silent about it. But even the way you talk about it, you're resisting what you believe to be a prophetic ushering and a necessary evil for you to get your prize, which is Christ. Yes. So I think in some in some 
aspect, when even even as you kind of express the fear around this, fear in this respect can be very irrational. Right. Because it doesn't make sense that we are constantly looking for the mark of the beast under every rock. And let's be clear, too. The Christians have always done this. Yeah, I was going to say Martin that. Martin Luther thought the Pope, that he was sure that the Pope was the Antichrist. Right. The Pope thought Martin Luther was the Antichrist. <laughs> Folks have thought many presidents have been the Antichrist. They thought Obama was the Antichrist. I remember, I got a friend in my mind, I see him right now. I can see him in my mind right now. When Obama got elected, he told me that he was certain that Barack Obama was the Antichrist. Yep, because God told him. Of course. <laughs> And it's kind of like when like, you read the book of Revelation and you read about the Antichrist, it looks like Barack Obama. I think it's Barack Obama. Exactly what it looks like. So we've we've all we we have seen this over and over again, but at the bottom of all of it is fear and an irrational fear because listen, even if we did take that version of events, God is still in control. Yes, and yeah, and he is. That's right. He's sovereign. And if he is sovereign and he and if if he is sovereignly bringing in all of this to set the stage for his return, then Christians should see God's wisdom in this, mm-hmm. not necessarily your fear and trepidation and stuff like that. Right. Now, what is a problem is bowing down to the beast and actually receiving the mark, right. which in the text, if we interpret it that way, it would suggest that you have a choice in this. Mm-hmm. You have a choice to say, I would rather, with my life, go with Christ and the go of the way of the world. And here is the kicker. That is no different from the Christian life in general. Saints all around the world are being attacked by what John calls the same writer of Revelation. In 1 John, the many antichrists that have went out in the world who are constantly doing what's happening in Revelation Daily. Let right. me let me be let me let me say this last point oh, and I'm gonna move it. on. It's about revelation in general. The idea of the Revelation 13 passage is not Revelation in general is not a newspaper yes. for you to, to read the current events and find out what's happening. Right. Because Christians have been trying to do that for a long time, and guess what? They've all been wrong. Yes. Okay. The closest that I've seen to that has been the first and second century, or excuse me, the early century translations of, of, of Revelation, where they have been like, yo, Nero right. seems to fit this description very, very well. That's as close as I've seen too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. 666, for example, right. is a in, in the ancient world, numbers were symbols. Yes. And they and would they, represent things. Yes. Seven re- representing perfection. Yes. Seven, seven in a number of three is a kind of like a, a, a honorific pluralism right. where you're stacking the perfection on top of each other. Right. Same thing with sixes. You have six on top of six on top of six. It's to represent evil, that which departs from the way of God, that yes. which is demonic. That had tremendous power in the ancient world. When you saw 666, you would know because that's a regular way that things happen among the religion, that folks are constantly pulling meaning from numbers. In fact, in the Hebrew alphabet, each character had a numerical value. If you added up Nero's name in a numerical value, it would be, what would it be? It would be 666. It would be 666. Yeah. That's why I think it's the closest to... Yeah, so it's a very it's close to that. Right. But when you look at it in modern day, mugs have been trying to figure this thing out every single generation, and they've all been wrong. Because mm-hmm. I think 
what John has given us, the writer of Revelation has given us there, is a picture of what it's like to live as a Christian in any time in, a, in, in this world. Right, right. Is that there's going to be demonic forces that want your allegiance. Everybody always leaves out of that text two things. One, how there's a mark that goes on Christian's forehead. Absolutely. Nobody talks about that mug. Right. They also leave out the fact that it says those who worship the beast. Right. That the mark literally is a symbol for those whose allegiance. Mm-hmm. The text literally says who is like the beast. Right. So there's this idea of this, this beast or this demonic uh, sort of, this demonic worldview or this demonic presence has my love, worship, and loyalty. And the symbol is me lining with him. Right. It's not is, just out of necessity, like, well, I'm just not going to be able to eat if I don't get this. No, it was. it's, it's out of allegiance. Yeah, because that's said, what the, the left behind joints did. It was right. like, well, I mean, uh, I gotta get some. I, I got to get some bread. Yeah, so I got to well, well. get this right. thing. And, and, and that's not what Revelation 13 no. is saying. And, and, and even when they talk about the forehead, the mark being on the forehead and on the hand, uh, a lot it's of scholars headed, would it's say it's, it's talking I mean, about it's mind and action. Yeah, mind and action. Your mind, that's why the it's on the forehead action, and that's your right hand, hand of strength, action. Action, which um, is almost yeah. always, excuse me, is, that's exactly what it always means throughout the whole Bible. Because yeah. outside of Revelation, you have all these mm-hmm. all these places where marks are being used. Right. And they're typically that which only God can see mm-hmm. that puts someone aside either to protect them. Cain, I'm marking you to protect you. Right. Or... I am setting you aside as someone who is identified as righteous. Right. So there is usage of the mark throughout scripture. Mm-hmm. And almost every time it's used, it's never this literal somebody getting a barcode right. tattooed on their forehead. You got a Harry Potter lightning bolt, lightning bolt on your we head. Could be, I could be dead wrong. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is what I know I am right about is what John is trying to communicate to us is that there is a demonic structure that that I know that we're trying to root out through conspiracy theories, but you don't have to do that. You can root out through the scripture. Right. The Lord says already that this world is being blinded by a demonic force. The God of this world, the God of this age is the devil who is blinding people from the light of the gospel. Right. In the work of the devil, through his blinding people from the glory of God that mm-hmm. is in the gospel, all kinds of wicked things come out. You know, there's no, there's no surprise that there are pedophilia rings and that there are powerful people doing evil. There's no surprise that. Right. But the Bible wants you to know that God isn't surprised by that either. Right. And you as the Christian shouldn't live in fear of that. Right. You should not spend your life giving yourself to trying to uproot and connect all the 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 the, the sort of uh the web of lies that are only demonstrating what you should already know by merit of knowing Jesus. Right. Because he is in control of over that, over all of that. And if there is an Illuminati, Jesus is Lord over them as well. And everything they do will be worked together for the good of all those who love Christ and are called in according to his purpose. In Revelation, I'm sure of that. Revelation is singing that song again. It's beating that drum again. Yeah. That those who have receive the mark of righteousness from the Lamb, who are loyal to Him and worship Him, those will be protected and shielded from the wrath. 
that will fall on those who have aligned with the beast mm-hmm. and the prophet and the 666, which represents the wickedness that is expressed from that that person that's being seen as a deity, which would right. be the beast. Right. Those people do are fall outside of God's protection, love, right. the righteous. Right. Those are the people that will be the object of his anger and wrath. That's the same thing that happens all over the persecuted church, all through history as Christians have had to decide, will I bow to an evil that is asking for my allegiance, or will I give my allegiance to Jesus? That's what Revelation 13 is about, allegiance. Right. And um, Message! I, we can almost end an episode on that. But <laughs> no, uh, no, thank you. Uh, I think that what you said is very important, too, because I also want to get into some of the groundwork of some of these conspiracies. But I think that it's good for us to start with God's power and sovereignty over evil in our world. And I think it's also um, good to even when you when you talked about the fact that this these type of things are happening to the persecuted church all over the world, which is one of the things that kind of annoy me about America's. Uh, kind of most prominent view of revelation in, in, our, in right. our eschatology and how we do right. it. Because what it does is what we're usually doing, we're talking about, oh, here comes the persecution, here comes the rapture, the mark of the beast, 666, all of, this, all of these things. And we don't understand that we are very, we are making an, our eschatology American-centric. Mm. That we are saying, until all of this stuff starts happening to us here in the United States, then all of these things have not actually come into play. Right. What the book of Revelation is going, what is going to unfold in the book of Revelation is not really actually unfolding until it happens here. Right. But it fails to recognize how all of our brothers and sisters in these foreign countries who are getting their heads cut off, Literally. they're saying, you guys are looking for a, a beast to rise. The beast is here. He is here. Teeth the out. The beast is cutting our heads off now. Right. He's here. Right. So what we, Woo. so so what we're, and, and, and so we don't understand how that kind of eschatology disrespects mm. the kind of persecution that our brothers and sisters in Christ are already suffering mm. under the beast, mm. by it. the beast, right? Yeah, say that. By the antichrist. Yes. So, so, so when we when we are when we kind of make our eschatology, which which actually speaks to how we have this incestuous relationship with Christianity in America, is that we look at Revelation and say, "Oh, this is prophesying about America." Mm. It's this, this is really when we read the Book of Revelation as American Christians, where and, and then we have that kind of weird, uh, tattered, threadbare eschatology. Like we're looking at it and we're saying we're we're looking at it in the context of us, like, oh, this is when it's this is about America. When yeah, this happens in America, uh-huh. when the mark of the beast comes to America, then it's on. Yes, because it's, we see America as the center of God's America's entire the center mission. Of, right. America is the center of God's mission. What's America God, what what God is doing in the universe, he is filtering through America. Uh, yeah, right. In our minds. And, and, and and that's a it, that's a gross way to to understand what God is doing in the universe. Right. Uh um but what I'm saying is that all of these things that we are talking about is really already happening. Right. And it may not be happening as um, it, it may not be uh, rearing its head in the same form in America than it is everywhere else. Right. But they'll read the book of Revelation, our brothers and sisters that are in Asia right. and, in, and, and, and in certain parts of, of, of different nations and continents. And they would say, this is happening. Facts. But we are saying, oh, we're trying to connect the dots to see is Bill Gates doing this? He going to be the and we're like. 
we're we're Americanizing the somehow, eschatology, yes. and it's somehow not happening unless it's happening to America. So I, I think that we 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 have to really uh, 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 think through that and um and just recognize uh kind of the myopic like the short sighted view mm-hmm. that we have of the Book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and and not only that but the American centric theology that we have sure. that our, our theology is centered around the united states of america right and uh we have to really disconnect ourselves from we that do. um and so uh so yes but i also wanted to talk about how when you were talking about uh, a, a lot of this is led by fear yeah. that's one of the things that i wanted to get to because right. a lot of conspiracy a lot of a, a, a big reason why a lot of christians actually grab on to consp- conspiracy is because of fear right. and i think it's also because of um this lack of trust in god's sovereignty Facts. so what 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 a lot of the times is happening is that conspiracy helps us make sense of a chaotic world and chaotic events right that's that's what it does we desire to assert, assert power over confusion and chaos and fear so when there are things that are happening that are unexplainable, mm-hmm. like a world, a, a, a international global pandemic, right, right, we have to settle on some type of story to explain yes. what is going on. Yes. So, so it, it and the story can't be complicated. The story can't be complicated, right. and it's so so it, it, it it's uh this was already this was made in the laboratory as a bioweapon, right, right, or or this was planned as we see that that crazy. Uh, already debunked by every expert you could think of documentary called Plandemic right. that this was all planned. Uh, we, 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 we have to settle on some type of story that helps us feel like we are in control. Right. We know what's happening. Right. Because if we know what's happening, then we don't have to live in fear of the unknown right. and we don't have to feel like the world is chaotic or God is chaotic right. or all of these things are just out of our right. outside of our control. And that's why almost in any, like I said, in almost any tragedy that happens, there is a conspiracy for it. 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, we had, like I said, all the World War, World War II stuff with the Red Scare. Uh, Sandy Hook was a was was um wasn't real, but it was it was a it was a false flag operation actors. and stage actors and and all of that. So we, we when when all of these confusing things happen, we're always our brain is always searching for an answer, right? To 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 make us feel better about living it's in a chaotic world. Cognitive dissonance. We yeah. all want to get rid of it. We all want to get yeah, once I right. feel when I feel like this is not connecting mm-hmm. i need to have an explanation right that i can hold on to right or it feels like i'm holding in a sneeze yes yes right, right. and 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 also us embracing conspiracy theories make us feel special yes because yeah. it, it's kind of narcissistic in a sense because it makes us feel like we have this special secret high level knowledge i know what's really I know, going on i know what's really going yeah. on everybody else out there is deceived but i really know sheep so, yeah, everybody else is just sheep and 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 being herded by the mass media and I but I really know what's happening. So 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 there there there's a lot of stuff like that, but one of the things that one of the biggest things that one of the biggest reasons I think that conspiracies hurt us as believers is that it changes our relationship with the truth. Mm. Conspiracies change our relationship with the truth. And what I mean by that is Don't this. Talk about that. In a digital media age, Everybody is an expert. Everyone. Right? Because what has happened in this digital media age and in this age this age of information is that, number one, we all have a platform and we think that because we have a platform that our voices are worthy to be heard. Yes. Right? So because I have a Twitter or I have an Instagram 
or I have uh, a Facebook and I have a platform, that means that everything I say is authoritative, right? right? Because I now and and, and 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 social media is designed to make us feel that way. That's why with Twitter you have followers, right? Right. Um. And 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 then you have you have all of these friends that you don't even really know on Facebook. Right. 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 And you have followers on Instagram. Right. It makes you into like a mini god. Right, 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 right. Everybody wants to know what you're doing. Which you right, have to right, say. right. 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 Um. So uh, uh, there, you have scholars. There's actually a dude that wrote a book about this called The Death of Expertise, where now we are in the age of the death of, of expertise, where experts are not even given credence anymore because everybody can go to Google University and get a PhD and now all of a sudden they know more than the experts right, right, right? right because right. they can go to Google University for their undergraduate and then their graduate degree is YouTube University, YouTube University. and then all of a sudden <laughs> they are scholars in right. the information age so but one of the reasons why I also say that conspiracy changes our relationship with the truth is because what happens with conspiracy usually is that we get all of our information from these fringe sources Yes. We go to these message boards. People are on 4chan. People are, are, are on QAnon. People are looking at these fringe conspiracy um, um, videos that are made on YouTube. People are reading blogs, following people on Twitter. That And, and we get all of our information about these conspiracies from uh, uh, fringe anonymous sources right. that cannot really be vetted or trusted right. or held accountable right, right, right. and and then we think that it is true and what we start doing is we start connecting all of these loose ends right we connect this mad to this and this to this yeah. and we do all bad correlation after bad correlation and all of this thinking correlation equals causation and we and we and we connect all of these loose ends together and we web a weave that turns into a narrative that is not based upon any empirical evidence right. or data right um, but it's based upon suspicion, right? And it's and it and and it is based upon um, conjecture. Mm. And you and and, and I, I man, you got people that's like, oh man, there's files dropping on QAnon and then stuff like that. And QAnon is a very big popular one that a lot of evangelicals are on right now. A lot of Christians are kind of on that stuff. And Q is an anonymous, shadowy figure. Nobody knows who this person could be. A person in their mother's basement, sure, uploading PDFs saying that they work for the FBI. Right. However, we have turned into these people that are willing to believe that, right? Because we we are so enraptured in conspiracy. Man, that's powerful, dog. And not only that, yeah. but conspiracy is entertaining. Yes. Because conspiracy makes you feel like Sherlock Holmes. It does. It makes you feel like I'm connecting this and connecting that right, and connecting right. this. And then remember it's when- It's an adventure. It's an adventure. Right. That's like, like, it's like when you watch Sherlock, you're like, man, he, he connected the fact that he was in this room visiting this lady talking about coffee. He saw this little figurine on the desk and now he's remembering he saw this little figurine and then yeah, yeah. that connected to a picture that he saw in the newspaper here. Right, and right. we're connecting to the, and, and a conspiracy makes us feel like we are that. Yes. But in reality, the truth is much more boring. Yeah, the truth is the way truth more boring. The truth is usually the truth it's very boring. Right, it's not right. entertaining. Right, right, right. Right? But conspiracy does something because it has a narrative. Right. And humans, we live off a of narrative. Right. That's why the Bible is full of narratives. Right, 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 right. right? God communicates his truth a lot of the times in us in the scripture yes. through narrative. We were made for those. Right. The yeah. Bible didn't just give us a set of rules. It actually put God's heart within the narrative. Mm. You read Ruth. It's a narrative. Exodus, Genesis. Every A lot of things are put within a narrative. It's not just saying rule number one, uh, right. be holy. Rule number two, be right. <laughs> 
So because human beings thrive off a narrative, conspiracy gives us narrative right. and it makes us feel like we are Sherlock Holmes. Right. But one thing that it but one thing that it does is it changes our relationship with the truth because what starts happening is the thing about conspiracy is that it usually cannot be defeated because it's amorphous. Right. Conspiracy has the ability to take on new information that contradicts it right. and just uses it as more conspiracy. Yes. So when you me and KB has experienced this talking to, you know, solid brothers, man. Yeah. Like Brothers that have shocked us because they are just theologically just beastly. erudite. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Beastly. Right. But they then are just swimming in a cauldron of conspiracy theories. Right. And then when you pre present to them facts that actually prove that the conspiracy that they believe in is false, you can't really defeat it because it also goes back to, oh, that's just what they want you to believe. Yeah, exactly. They want you to believe that's false. Prosperity was like that. Right. Right. They, they, they build in basically a catch-all net. So let's right. say none of this stuff works. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a reason why. Right. And it's probably because of your faith or it's probably because you haven't given enough. Exactly. That there's some type of explanation that, that it protects itself. Right. And that's the same thing here. Like when you can disprove it. It's well, that's exactly what they want you to do. They want you to bring in alternative evidence, but that's not really what's going on because the basis of a lot of this is really what it, what it, how it ministers to how we feel. Conspiracies right. minister to us. Yeah, exactly. They do. And, and, and I, and I, along with what you're saying, and I'll say this real quick no, and I'll let ahead. you go back, is that brother, because it feels right doesn't mean that it is right. That's so true. And that's very hard for us in 2020, I don't know if it's always been that way, but I can especially speak to it right now. Like, we are driven by what we feel. That, so if there's even a glimmer of right. hope. Right. If there's a glimmer of, like, I, I just remember for about, probably about five years ago, the Red Octobers. Uh, the, Kanye, Yeezys. the Yeezy Red Octobers. The Nikes, yeah. The, the, to me, still one of my, my favorite shoes of all time. Mm-hmm. He dropped them. Obviously, I couldn't uh, get them get when they came out, so I tried to get them on, on the resale market. And they were going for like $6,000. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just would not accept. I wouldn't accept. That, that, it, that you had to pay that much for them. Yes. Right. I was like, there's got to be some. I'm just literally creating realities that don't exist. I talked right. to my, my homie Evan that lives in New York, sneakerhead, sneakerhead. I would even try to explain to him how I thought that I could get around this price tag. So understand what KB is saying. Yeah. KB is speaking to like experts in sneaking, sneaker reselling culture because right. me, me and KB are both been entrenched in sneaker culture. Yeah. And the experts are telling him, bro, this is impossible you for you to get this sneaker for anything less than these prices. Right, right, right. But because KB didn't want to believe that that was true, right. he was creating all these other narratives in his what head. What if on somebody why that wore them for uh, right. uh, two weeks straight? Right. They wore them for two weeks straight, dogged them out, and was like, man, I don't want to clean them. I'm just going to sell them, but I'm not going to clean them before I sell them. So, so they'll be a little bit cheaper. Right. Dudes looking at me like, what? Why would anyone do that? Why would somebody dog out six thousand right. dollars shoes? Are you LeBron's? The, right. the, Le, LeBron's the only man in the world who's gonna play basketball in a pair of red Octobers. <laughs> is he selling his? I'm like, well, maybe some rich dude is like, uh, well, you know, 
I think it's messed up. There's an ethical dilemma here for me selling $200 shoes for five grand. I'm going to put them up for, for 900 right. You just start creating these things, bro. I'll never forget it. I found like three dudes on eBay who were going to sell me the shoes for like $900. And I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. I got these boys. I'm going to clean them up nice like. Then I can resell them, get my money back a month from now right. after I get them or whatever. Bro. The first guy, I literally was about to send the money to him, and I noticed that the pictures that he sent me were inconsistent. Yep. That he was showing me angles of the shoe that didn't match. I said, take a picture with the day's date on it. Right. And he couldn't do it. Right. So you were so going to get scammed. that up. Right. But I still, bro, it's crazy. Even after it got proved. Even as, even as it was clear that these the price is off and these pictures are inconsistent, I still thought, let me at least let him give, him a, give a chance to prove himself because maybe it is true. Right. Bro, I finally got this one guy, bro, what you doing, who I got I, 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 that I got to sell me the shoes, my guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I did it. I beat the system. Yep. I, I knew it. Everybody else tried to tell me that I was crazy. Everyone said Everybody I was wrong. tried to tell me that I was wrong. This can't be done. Right. I already sent him the money. The shoes are on the way. Mm -hmm. Bro, them shoes showed up in my house. I remember this. I opened the box. Yep. And the first thing I saw was a Puma box in Red Octobers or Nikes. Wow, wow. So I, my, because I wanted them so bad, I still thought that's crazy that I if if maybe I'm gonna open them in the red, maybe he lost the original box. Right. I opened this box and it's a pair of women's. Nike shoes that literally looked like he had been cutting the grass in them for 50 years, and, bro. And, and I remember when KB uh, said that he that later she had on, been cutting the grass yes. in them, in them for, for 50 years. And later on, KB said that his wife, uh, they were ready to go out to, for a date. And his wife, Michelle, said, hey, are you, aren't you going to wear your Red Octobers? <laughs> I thought that. I was like, Michelle, you are the GOAT. You are the goat for that. Dog is savage, dog. She's dog. such a good, she's a beast. She laughed at me so hard. And I felt like Boo Boo the Fool. And see, but I, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because we, how, how do you connect that to conspiracy? Because that's exactly the kind of rationale practice and rationale we have around a lot of these things Duh, man. And, 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 and yeah and red you know we're bringing other people to the table saying no i'm an expert i work for the company that's not what's that's happening not what's here. happening right we bring in this data here we bring in the fbi right. we bring in blah 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 and there's always some because ultimately at the bottom of all of this it feels better to me to keep with the conspiracy right so i rather go with this long list of complicated, loosely connected truths than to accept what is more simple and more boring, right? which is that this isn't true. Right. And I will find ways to make it work. I will find ways. Because way yes. in my heart of heart, it feels right to me. That is, that dog, KB, you are right on, you are on point. Because that's, that is exactly what we do, is that we say, we, we I'm telling you, I have debated so many people about conspiracy theories because I'm actually kind of passionate about it because when I first became a believer right. a, a while ago, I was swimming in conspiracy, right, man. Right, right. I was on InfoWars. You put a strain on our friendship. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And until I actually really started understanding how to study and research and I understood 
just academics and and understanding how to find source material for stuff and Mm. and understanding how um empirical evidence works and data um that that by god's grace drug me out of a lot of that but i've had a lot of these conversations with solid bible believing christians man and you can you can present to them empirical evidence data that is objectively true showing them that what they believe as far as this conspiracy is false and they will either Find another way around it, like you said. Red right. flag after red flag coming up, and it will find another way to 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 continue to hold on to the conspiracy. Well, no, because it is because of that. That's what they want you to believe. Or what about this? Or what about that? Or they will just kind of be like, oh, okay, and just kind of act like they never believed in it, and then just and then latch on to other conspiracies, right. which is usually what happens. Usually, when conspiracies get proven untrue, they just kind of die down, and people don't say, "I'm sorry." People don't come out and say, "Ah, we were wrong about that." They just kind of move on to the next yeah, conspiracy, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so. Um, one of the things about conspiracy is, is all of that at the, at the bottom of all of that is that it changes your relationship with the truth and it changes your relationship with logic and, ra- mm. and rationality yeah. um, because conspiracy is always is almost always not based upon hard factual incredible evidence more than it is based upon speculation right. and tying of tangential you know loose ends together right. it's also based on confirmation bias right. a lot of of conspiracy is based upon confirmation bias. And that's what KB is getting at. It usually gets down to how you feel. Yes. You have all of these preconceived notions and all of these beliefs that you have prior um, that actually make conspiracy more appealing to you. Yeah. And I said this in, in another episode. So if you already are this person that has this uh, presumption in which you do not trust the government, right? Um, and you you already have this kind of disposition to not be trustworthy of those in power, then when somebody is telling you that the government is behind starting up a uh, or planning a pandemic or a virus yeah. that is actually being injected masks. into yeah injected into society to, to, to take away your rights and or they want us all to wear a mask as a trojan horse to start taking away other rights then um despite you know all of the things we talked about in history and 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 all of that stuff with with this happening before and then the government taking away those mandates um you you are more prone to believe in something like that, right. right? If you're already this person that has this suspicion about those in power, then it's not really a hard jump for you to believe in something like the Illuminati. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. And so what? And what, then start. And, and can I can I no, say something ahead. real quick? I mean, I'm so sorry, brother. I want you to finish your point. No, go ahead. But I also think what what happens is is that it turns. Christian brothers into slanderers. Yeah. Oh, that's and what I was liars. That's what I was going to get at is that when it changes your 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 relationship with the truth and logic, it also turns Christians into people that are bearing false witness against yes. other people. Like so, the Marxism thing, which is largely oh a conspiracy theory, bro. Because real quick, go dog, ahead. Just real fast, Marxism is problematic. Yes. The Church of Jesus Christ in this country. Marx, Marxism is now in the top five <laughs> issues faced. I don't know if it's on the top ten, bro. Right, right. It's it's the conspiracy is that what's happening in our church right now that's splitting and tearing us apart is that a bunch of Marxists and critical race theorists have come to the table and divided us, barring the fact that we're already divided. Right. Before they got here five years ago with the woke movement, Christians were still worshiping in churches that only look like their skin color. Right. So we were already we not were, worshiping uh, together. We're it, already yeah. not living together. Right. And we've already been living in division for the last mm, 200 years. And also, yeah, go ahead. But for some reason, 
We think that what's going to bring us together is pointing out those who are cha- who are championing the fact that racism is a real problem and also read critical race theorists. Right. Because Robert, uh, um, D'Angelo, uh, uh-huh. Robin D'Angelo. Ro- Robin D'Angelo is a critical theorist, and she is talking about some of the same things that you heard Tabidi and, and Rob Willie talk about. Right. Somehow, the Gospel Coalition or the Front Porch or whoever who rocks with him or, or us for that yeah. matter— is somehow critical race theorists. Yeah, we don't do that with anything else. Oh do no, have, we, we we don't do. We haven't done that with. We haven't done that with uh, Platonism and the ways that we've taken stuff from Plato and Christianity. What? We haven't done that with anything else, bro. bro. We, and, and 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 all of a sudden all now, the- Marxism and critical race theory is creeping into church and causing people to fall away and have these divisions around racism and stuff. As number one, we weren't already divided, and as number two, that the church hadn't already been talking about these issues for a long time. It's just now mainstream, right? Right? Because right. Much many more people on the mainstream circuit are actually talking care about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah, care right. about it. More people are starting to care what about it. What would folks have done? Have said when when God said, "Hey, I'm going to get a bunch of uh, uh, Hebrew slaves and and uh, free them from Pharaoh and take them out into a wilderness and then give them a whole bunch of regulations and a quarter of those regulations I took from pagan religions, right? Like circumcision, right? Well, which already existed, already existed in pagan religions, and being used right. by pagans. Right. God took that and then reappropriated it for His people right. and made it. Here's the word, holy. Oh, but God, that's setting like setting things aside. I don't know, Moses. This just sounds Moses, like paganism. This sounds. This sounds a little Marxist to me. It sounds, like, it sounds to me. like this is creeping. It's a Trojan horse, and before we know it, we're going to be sacrificing babies. Exactly. It's circumcision to, to now. And then, and then, and then, in centuries down the line, we're going to be sacrificing babies to pagan deities. Exactly. What? Paul in the Book of Acts <laughs> talking about this idol that is that says to, uh, that's dedicated to the, to the unknown, unknown God. God. Right. And then you have Paul over here using that as an analogy. Right. Hold on, Paul. The unknown God is some pagan reality. A whole or, different God. Or John with the logos. I'm, right. I'm, if those who don't really know this stuff, I'm talking about biblical writers taking. Pagan concepts, and here's the word, redeeming them. Which, yeah, which which actually falls the, which actually falls in line with historic with, with with some of our church fathers who Augustine had an idea of 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 uh, plundering the Egyptians. Right, 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 right. That right. was another like it's it's literally consistent with something that Christianity has always done. Right, right, right. And and and, and something that our our greatest church fathers has talked about. Right, right. Yet when it comes to race. It's all of a sudden some kind of conspiracy of, of Marxism, leftist conspiracy of right, Marxism, because right, right. the left is already trying to, to in, in, uh, uh, indoctrinate the world with, with Marxism and, and, and critical race theory. Right. So now it's just now indoctrinating the church. So all of a sudden, that's what this is for Christianity. Right, right, right. When we're over here saying, what? It just doesn't make and sense. And it causes brothers to bear a false witness. It does. Just and like- it turns us into, it turns us literally into individuals mm-hmm. that God is personally displeased with. Right. When you become a, when you bear false witness, when you lie, when you slander, when you call me, like you, when you call brothers in the faith, again, 
individuals. Think about some 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 dudes who've been castigated as Marxists, right. who've been walking with Jesus for thirty years, have been preaching the gospel. It's this consistent message. You can read, you can go online and hear what they were saying fifteen years ago, books, and hear what they're saying yeah. now. The books, everything's the same. It's all Jesus, 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 Jesus. But they say racism is also a problem that Jesus wants to to get rid of. Ah, Marxists. What? There it is. Oh, there it is, in. man. There it is. It got them. It and got talking about it all the listen, time. Listen, man. Now. I know that Tabidi has has all these books and a long track record of faithful uh, historical orthodoxy and being a great man of God. And he himself but, is saying and, he's not a Marxist. Right, and I know that he is saying that he's not a Marxist and what he believes is not critical theory, but they got him, man. They got another one. Yeah. What? Yes. And and, and, and that's what but that's what conspiracy does on, mm-hmm. on the theological level, on right. the sociological level, and on other levels. The same thing happens with people saying, oh, here, here goes Bill Gates trying to uh, uh, put, at, put these microchips in everybody. Here goes Bill Gates trying to uh, pump all these harmful vaccines in everybody. Like, I've talked to so many people about these things where I've showed them evidence that's debunked what they've been saying. Right, right. And, and as they said, as Ed Stetzer also said in his article for Christianity Today, that Christians have been one of the main people who have been who have been uh, uh, disseminating this information, all of these false conspiracies and all this information and bearing false witness against people. Right, 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 right. 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 And so we have to be mindful of the fact that. What God is concerned about with us, not just when it comes to theology in general, is truth. As Christians, we are not called to be gullible, right? Right, right, right. right. Um, that's one of the things that I love that um, that Ed Stetzer said is that he was talking about how um, gullibility is not a Christian virtue, mm, mm. and gullibility is a big part of just believing in a, a, a host of conspiracy theories, right? And as KB said. Again, I just I just want to hammer home for us the idea of using proper logic and rationale to think through a lot of these things because that is what's required of us right. as Christians right. who Paul says in Ephesians 4 that we are to speak the truth in love. Right. One of the things Christians are supposed to do is speak the truth. Right, right, if right. you're spreading false conspiracy online, you're right. not speaking the truth. Right, right. Right? So one of the things you have to think about is just even the logical rationale. Like even when you 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 have folks saying, oh, you know, there's this one world government. So the, the same government that you got that that a lot especially a lot of evangelicals uh um are uh kind of hip to with Trump you, you, you it's Donald Trump all of the democrats in congress that that they're constantly warring with right, each other right, all the time right, right everybody who he hates in, in politics and in high level uh government governmental authorities and then governments all over the world they're all working together right even the governments that we have problems with right Russia are enemies are people that are people that are enemies to the United States not allies all of them are working together right my and, and to, to to bring together this one huge sophisticated plan for world domination and the one world currency. Not only that, but this is also the same government that a lot of my conservative brothers and sisters would say is terrible at running things. Yes. You guys want the government to have universal health care? The government is terrible at doing stuff. It's what the argument that's given us all the time, right? right? right, right. The government is terrible at running stuff. Anytime the government takes control of something, they do a terrible job. Right. But it all of a sudden, the government apart. is sophisticated enough and they are organized enough and they're on one page enough to run a global conspiracy yes. with every other government in the world including their adversaries including their, including their adversaries and keep it a secret for hundreds of years to then reveal it in some kind of time that we're just some one world government with one world currency and we're all we're all together 
it, it, even when you think about the rationale of certain things, it doesn't make sense. Right. So, so I'm just imploring people to really actually stop getting their information from fringe YouTube documentaries that have no source material, no no real credible experts, no no uh, place that you can really vet this information to hold anybody accountable. Message boards like 4chan and QAnon. Uh, 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 random fringe uh, uh, Twitter uh, pages and blogs. Please, man, get your stuff from credible sources. Right, right, right. And 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 can I can I add to that ahead. and say, man, I also want to encourage folks to ask questions. Please, like, like what we've learned about this is that your suspicion isn't wrong. Right. You you wanting to know why things don't add up, or you saying. I'm investigating to see where this takes me. I think that there's tremendous value in that. Absolutely. And again, that's why I mean was very careful to start this show by saying that many conspiracies are true. Yes. What you don't want to do, though, is dive into a loosely supported conspiracy theory, then begin spreading it all over the place. The other thing, too, is that people that a lot of this might just be my experience, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but a lot of folks that are knee deep in that conspiracy stuff, they want to fight. They want to oh, fight you man, online very, and yeah. corner you in the grocery store, that kind of thing. Some like, people are more passionate about They're just as passionate about the conspiracy as they are about spreading the gospel. They are. They almost evangelize. Equally. Yeah, they evangelize the conspiracy. Exactly. Right. Woo! Yeah, that's, that's it right there, yeah. bro. I mean, we've I've seen it. We've and seen it. And that's what I'm saying. What you don't want to do is is get so deep into this thing mm -hmm. that when it does come out that it that it's not true, you can't see it. Right. Because you are so blinded by how strongly and angrily you connect with the perceived truth that you think is in the conspiracy. So you, you can't even see it. Or you simply have to say, well, I know I've been arguing with people and spreading misinformation and lying on them mm -hmm. and slandering which them. Which you need to repent of. Which you need to take to Jesus and ask for forgiveness right. for. Right. I know I've been doing all that. Mm, I guess I'll just, guess I wasn't right on that and just move on. Yeah, that's not the like, way that's, to... That's not acceptable. Not, you've yeah. done damage by this, my, my, my dear brother, dear sister. And not only that, you've also hurt your witness and your credibility. You've hurt because your witness and your credibility. Why would I listen to anything that you're telling me about Jesus and the resurrection and that, bro, when, and, I, when, when you have literally been spreading false news, fake news, and then when empirical evidence and data gets presented to you that shows that what you believe is untrue, you refuse to believe it. Right. So I'm, and why, why would I listen to anything else right, you have to right, say, right. even about Jesus or religion? or theology which you got to think about your christian witness like a loaded weapon that mm. has a limited amount of bullets man oh my gosh that's true that's wow. how you got to think about your a christian great witness. way to think about it yeah there's because a great way to think about it and, and you once you, the bullets are out bro it's pretty much over absolutely it's very hard to build credibility I think again. about i think about how i parent my children like that i think about my boys that they're in my house for a good amount of time but they don't have the they don't they don't have like the reasoning skill to appropriate some of my gross uh, missteps right. to appropriate them as, oh, he's a man, but I still respect him. And right. I still, no, I see it as they, I am shaping them and I'm trying to build my boys in such a way where they can trust daddy. I've said this about my daughter. I want to be a man that keeps my word with her. When I say I'm going to do something, right. I do it. When I say something, I mean it. So that when I say she's beautiful, she believes me. Amen. That's, and oh, that's and so I good. think there is a massive connection to that and what it means to walk with Jesus. If you, if you, if you emptied the clip on birtherism, 
that with with Obama, right? If you emptied the clip on PizzaGate, right? If you emptied the clip on on all these conspiracies that either end up being a big nothing burger, mm-hmm. or or folks came out and proved that that wasn't true, and it's a general idea for the public. Now you don't have the potency in your the the, the bullet that you really want to shoot, which with which is. To win people to Jesus. Wow. Say that, man. Speak the truth to them. Say that, in love. man. In love. On the backdrop of a whole myriad of people. The non-believers in my life typically don't come to me all the time asking me about how uh, to, to, to know more about Jesus per se. They have questions that are Jesus related, but not Jesus direct. So they want to know, well, what does, what do you, what are your thoughts about uh you know, the situation around somebody um, dying and their family uh, not being able to go to the funeral because of COVID-19. How do you think about that? That's not like a gospel right. question, but it is. I I like how you think. You're a truth teller. You're a man of your word. And I have a deep ethical question that I feel like I can bring to you because in my mind, you're a source for that. Your thoughts and your answers to these questions are valuable to me. Yes. They have worth. Yes. Right. And you don't want to be that person that when it comes, when it you've been warring, you've got all the a trail of broken friendships and, and you've pushed all these people away going after something that really, that could be true, but you don't know. Yeah. It, it yeah. could be true, but you don't know, but you've went so hard for it that it's weird when it comes out that it's not true. Right. Now it's awkward. Cause, right. Cause I've been pushing, pushing it so much and so right. hard, like it is true. And we've experienced that. I'm just going to be honest with you. I have had conversations with brothers that I respect so much intellectually. And when they have peddled to me a false conspiracy theory, yeah. especially one that I've showed them, here's the evidence, here's the data, this is untrue, bro. Right. And they won't come off of it. It makes me question everything else they're going to tell me. Facts. It, it literally puts your your ability to, to, to work through things intellectually within culture and your intellectual integrity. It puts a big question mark on mm. it for me now. And as Christians, you don't want to be that you guy. You don't want to be that guy. Because you want your words to hold weight. Right. You want your... You, you want, don't want your, your good spoken evil of. You don't of. want your good spoken evil of. And you don't want... You you, you want your words to, to hold... You want to have some kind of capital in what you say in society and, and, and in the relationships that you have. And what usually ends up happening is that people that, that peddle these conspiracies that push people away or whatever the case may be, they just kind of surround themselves with an echo chamber of people that believe like them. Right, it's right, usually right. also what happens so that... That everybody is just a, a recycling conspiracy after conspiracy. Right. And another thing that Christians have to recognize, not only does it bear, that, that, that false conspiracy bears false witness, and it hurts your credibility as being intellectually honest and integral, right. but it also has grave consequences. Mm. You mentioned Pizzagate. We saw that the consequences of a false conspiracy like Pizzagate were dire when that when that individual, I forgot his name, went to that pizza shop in Washington, D.C. with his gun, right. and he fired a shot into the pizza shop. Wow. Remember? Wow. He, and, and then when the police came and arrested him, he said it was because he was reading about these conspiracies about uh, Hillary Clinton yeah. and 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 uh, all of these cats that were uh, running these a child pedophile sex ring out of this pizza shop in Washington, D.C. Right. He had been reading it. He got very passionate about it. He was spreading it online, right. and he went there to save these children from this pedophile, this this sex ring that was being run out of this pizza shop, according to conspiracy theorists, I'm talking about y'all Infowars and Alex Jones and everybody else. <laughs> um, I roll, 
And he fired a, 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 a shot into the pizza shop with his gun. Thankfully, it didn't hit anybody. Yeah. But he could have killed somebody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then it turned out that it was absolutely not true. He got arrested. Yeah. And he said, man, after he got arrested, he started being like, oh, my gosh. I recognize that I believed in something that was not true and it's my fault. He, he said the intel on this was not 100% and I knew it wasn't and I just got wrapped up. And that's what happens when yes. you start pushing. And not only that, the woman that got arrested for threatening the parents of the Sandy Hook shooting, that lady was calling the parents and threatening them, saying, you guys are just a bunch of crisis actors and threatening them over the phone and like telling them that she was going to kill them and harm them. The police came and arrested her, too. Right, right, right. And she found out that what she heard about them being crisis actors was not true. Right, right, and right. And all information. And, and D Dylan Roof, just to add to on the oh, pile, yeah, right. Dylan Roof literally was not even on white supremacy like that right until he found a website internet he went down the, the wormhole right. went down the rabbit hole and there you are there's a race war in America right now right. they, they are coming trying for you. to take your jobs and rape your women and he got so enraptured in that that from reading that he literally walked into a church and killed a bunch of parishioners. Murdered people. So, man, I think... Not even to think about all the, all of the other people like the dude. I think it was Andrew Brevink and stuff like that that shot places up in their manifesto. Talked about Marxism. Yes. Yep. Infiltrating yep. culture. Yep. Yep. yep so, yep. so... It, it, yeah. It, 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 the, the fact remains that when you look into these things... And I, I can tell you right now, this is going to be our most disliked podcast. It's, it's going to be our most disliked episode. I already know it. It doesn't matter. Because that's how truth... That, that's how these things work. Right. Because beliefs are often more complicated. I mean, and I have two mantras to our friendship when we think about our sort of dead poet society kind of vibe when, when right. the books that we read and, right. and uh, I guess, dead theologian society. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? Because uh -huh. him and I... Southside Rabbi is our life. I mean, if you went through our text message exchange and our, our this is we this these is what, are what we, we do, do all the time, right? Uh, and we did this in Southside St. Petersburg. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, in with dope boys, right? We did. Um, so two mantras that we have: one is faithful to the end. That's mm -hmm. whatever happens. Do not let go of Jesus. Do not let go of Jesus. Yep. The second mantra is. No, no easy, easy answers. answers. Yep. We won't tolerate it. Mm -hmm. there, it there's, there's no kind of like, I've did, I've, I haven't done my homework. I got all this slack intellectual um, kind of, uh, this, uh, this, this very intellect that's full of slack. Let's put right. it like that. Lazy intellectual realism. Uh, right. Yeah. And then just simply proposing things because I connected them. We, Correlation and causation aren't the same thing. Right. Just because two things kind of look like they could be in the same room doesn't mean that the one caused the other or that they are absolutely connected. Absolutely. We have to do the deep work, man. Conspiracy theories are easy. Yes. It's easy to make sense of things that sometimes don't make sense. Right. And it grabs everything. That's right. Yeah. To, 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 to be able to make this fit it's, into this yeah. thing it's amorphous yeah it's much more difficult if you are i had to put some shelves up in my house the other day and we had these wood beams that were all crooked it would have been way easier for me to simply just have crooked shelves up there and then convince myself it looks good right you know what i'm saying right 
or, no, or even just try to right. You yeah, try to show somebody it's a new style. No, I'm talking about, you know, I'm talking it's about not crooked. It it's ar- it's artistic. So why your books keep leaning down and they keep like, falling it's just off? How, how I wanted it to be like that. The easy thing is to not correct it or to find out the the other things that I go on YouTube. How do you make this right? Or do the do hard change the, the hard work that may take longer. For That's you to right. Do, right. Like actually measuring, using a leveler, getting uh having wifey hold the ladder mm-hmm. while you get a pencil and go do all that stuff instead of just putting holes in the wall and throwing shelves up right. you can do that but that's easy and it often does not give you the truth that you're wanting right so what i'm saying is dig deeper not just in those who are already convinced right i spent years in college reading atheists reading people who had the arguments for why God was dead. Right. I spent years reading that stuff, and it did nothing but strengthen my belief because I knew that I was I came face to face with their best arguments, and it had, could it had no effect on my faith. It had made me ask questions. Right. It had it had times at where I, I had to trip over, I had to stumble, I had to get things. But man, I wanted to dig deep because if God is real and my belief in him is solid, then it's not going to be met by an opposing position. Right. And what I'm saying is for those who are peddling conspiracies, this is the point I was going to make earlier, and I'm just make this real fast. Do it. Go to people. Are there people in your network who actually are involved? Do you know someone that has received a grant from Bill and Melinda um, Gates? Gates? Yeah. Do you know anyone? Right. I do. I can I can connect you with them. Do maybe you know somebody else? Have you been around individuals who have have worked with? Uh, the COVID nineteen crisis, or people that are working in a hospital that's that overrun by COVID nineteen. I'm, I'm not patients. talking about somebody you found on YouTube, right? I'm talking about you people, know. Yes. The other thing too, man, I cannot stand Fox News. Um, I am a little more tolerant of CNN, mm-hmm. and I probably feel almost the same way about Fox News. I feel about MS, MSNBC, right, right? Almost the same way I feel about Fox News, right? Uh, just. Just not my preference. Let's put it like that. Yes. That's kind of mean. I'm yeah. sorry, but hmm. I don't go it's, there. Y'all should. Y'all could cut, actually stop watching them all together. But yes, yeah, watch, yeah. watch, watch. <laughs> throw, turn them all off. Right, right. The mainstream media. Uh, Fox News is literally the biggest new, media news company in the world right are, now. Right. But there's some reason they're not mainstream. So weird. They talk about mainstream. I don't media, even understand it. Maybe they are the most mainstream. Get. But okay. Okay. But here's the thing. Local newspapers, man, they are, are a lot less leveraged, man. They are so good. They are a lot less leveraged, and they break the biggest stories. And if you guys don't know, just for sorry, not because you all, you, but just for a, a a a quick push on what KB is saying, local newspapers are the one that broke the Epstein case in yes. two thousand and five or two thousand eight. Sun, Sun Times, I think so. The one in Miami, I think it was Miami or for or the Miami uh, Herald. No, I think it was the Sun Times. Okay. I can't remember which one it was, but it was the local Florida paper that actually broke the news about Epstein and these young girls way back in the day. I'm not. We're not talking about this this time that y'all hear about Epstein. We're talking about the first time that right. Epstein got right, taken right. to court, and they broke that case wide open. 
Yes, yes. They had so much evidence. Yep. They had interviews with the girls. They had tapes. It was the local news that broke that. Now, Epstein was able to work his power to get around that, but it was the local news, not the mainstream news, not your CNNs or your Fox. It was the local news that broke it, and the local news are usually the people that break those stories all right. the time. Same thing with the, the, the situation with Freeway Rick Ross oh, in yeah. California, yeah, yeah, yeah. where the FBI was, or excuse me, the CIA yeah. was working with Contra by and allowing for drugs the to be Iran, poured into the streets how, of LA. That's one of the ways the Iran-Contra conspiracy got proven true. Right, right. Local exactly. news. Exactly. Our, our local news also broke that, I don't, uh, just real quick, Tampa Bay Times also broke Tampa that. Tampa Bay Times, shout out Tampa Bay Times. Shout out Tampa Bay Times. We are super proud of them. Yes. I used to work for Tampa Bay Times I did too. We both did. We both worked for, <laughs> I worked for Tampa Bay Times in college. Tampa Bay Times broke one of the biggest. Tampa Bay Times, baby. Hey, hey, hey. They broke one of the biggest stories on Scientology. They were the ones that exposed what was going on with Scientologists, them making people like scrub the ground with toothbrushes. They won a Pulitzer Prize for their piece on Scientology. Tampa Bay Times, boy. Yes. And when HBO did that great Scientology documentary that all y'all should watch, they had the people from Tampa Bay Times on it to talk about it. So I local news it. is great. Local news. Yeah. Yes. But go ahead. That's what I'm saying. Go to, you know, obviously we there's the easy things of looking at .orgs. Organiz, .orgs lose their nonprofit status right. if they are not audited or if right. they, they can be held accountable. There's mm -hmm. a board of, of folks who aren't leveraged by the money that the organization that uh, is making that go in and investigate. Right. Like Bill and Melinda <laughs> Gates, Gates right. who are audited often. Right. And, and called out on some of their mess. Right. Because they have done some... Their organization has been a part of some less than ethical things. Let's just right. put it like that. Right. And they've been... Especially in Africa. They, yes. they, a lot of folks have been called out on a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But we also don't care about any of the, the, the things that that they've done that have been good, right. like funded vaccinations that have wiped out right. certain diseases in areas. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that there's a... That I just want to recommend... Taking, even if it's against, especially if you got other spirit-filled brothers and sisters that are coming around you, people right. who are walking with Jesus, right. that are saying, listen, I'm not bought by the mainstream media. I'm not an Illuminati. <laughs> I love you and I care about you. I care more about you than Alex Jones. Alex Jones doesn't care about you. He cares about making your money and buying his supplements That's that don't right, work. That's right, buying his supplements that don't work at all. <laughs> Let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it. This right here is called the Beast, the Beast Pumper 398. And it's going to take it off his shirt, showing you his wall pack. Alex Jones doesn't care about you. No. And this is not an indictment on Candace Owens, but Candace Owens doesn't know you to care about you. No, she doesn't. I know you. The people in your community know you. Listen to what they think because the Spirit of God is talking towards them and through them. And the Spirit of God speaks clearer. Through those who actually know him. Yes. And love you. And people that it's are like in your It's like the community. main way God talks to us. Not the main way, but a big way in which God talks to us is through the voice of his people. Yes. So get people around you who may not see things the way that you see it, or if they do... Allow them to hold you accountable to don't take this into calling people snowflakes and slandering people off of things that you don't know for certain to be true. Right. And, and ergo, if you are arguing conspiracies with the same level of strength and zeal that you argue the gospel of Jesus Christ, 
Something's wrong. Something's wrong. If you're and just again, if you're if your apologetics or conspiracy theories is like just as great and passionate as it is for the gospel, something is so, off. There's it's a like me if if I if 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 no matter what my children do, I have the same level of anger no matter what it is. Right. Whether you broke the flat screen TV or set my car on fire or you just didn't finish your broccoli, it's the same level of fury and right. and, and 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 discipline. Or, it's like what is what's a, that's a problem. What's going on here? Right. How what am I supposed to do with this? Right. And when they can stop taking me serious, they will stop taking me serious. Right. So that we don't want to fall into that. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I think those are things you want to filter through this because belief but again, this is going to be the most disliked podcast that we've done because beliefs are not li- merely intellectual. And we've talked about this mainly intellectually. Beliefs are deeper than that. They're more complicated than that. And right. a part of us sticking to our mantra that there's no easy answers is that there's no easy way to talk people off of conspiracies. That's, yeah. Because the thing is that this thing is not just how you're thinking. It's how you're feeling. Right. And it's, it's what yeah. it ministers to you. And your like your body produces antibodies to fight off things that threaten it, so your intellect will control. Connect with your heart and what you feel and create all kind of antibodies to attack that kind of foreign body that's saying that it's wrong. And what I am suggesting, dear brothers and sisters, is that you would at least hold your feeling to the fire. And if you won't do that, at least stop slandering your brothers and sisters who disagree with you and stop looking down on them and seeing them as ignorant and sheep that are bought by the left or whatever you may be saying like that. And you also don't want to be fighting for it so hard that you literally, we cannot discern your love and passion for uh, proving your conspiracy and your love and passion for proving your love for the gospel. Yeah. Okay. It should not be the same. We man. should be able to discern those two very easily. It should not be the same. And and a lot of those things, as you said, are being a lot of folks are being ministered to by them. And a lot of it it's and, and a lot of people are 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 arguing that with all with their political opponents. It's also easier to believe conspiracy that that's against the people that you don't like politically. I don't like you guys anyway. So if I don't like Hillary Clinton, <laughs> if I don't like all of these people, then it's much easier for me to peddle a conspiracy about her, which again, if you're wrong, which a lot of the times you are, you're right. bearing false witness right, as right. a Christian publicly, right, right, which right. is harming your witness and you need to repent mm-hmm. of it. Absolutely. You don't get to bear false witness against people that are unbelievers, no matter how evil you think they are. Amen. That's still a sin. Amen. And, and so... Yes, man. Can I, I, everything you said was great. Keep going, man. I'm with you, brother. I'm, I'm, can I wrap it up right here? Yeah. Um, one of the things that I wanted to say, too, though, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead right before you wrap it up, I'm going to wrap it up. I'll wrap it up. We're talking about Lecrae and, and uh, uh-huh. well, me being accused of being an Illuminati. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I also want to say to y'all is because we live in an information age and all of our information that's given to us a lot of the times is coming through the internet, please, please, please be diligent about vetting where you're getting your information from making sure that you can find source material source material incredible credible sources for the stuff that you're reading because one of the things um it was actually a um woman what was her name she was an anthropologist Kathleen Stewart she said the internet was made for conspiracy theory wow. right and she said it because the internet kind of is a conspiracy theory one thing leads to another, always another link leading you to a deeper, leading you to a wow. deeper link into another link into another link into another place, right? So in the internet era, one can literally find 
anything to support whatever belief system they hold to. That's the thing about the internet is that you can use Google University and find a website or anything to back up almost anything you believe. Right. Um, and then and then also ignore all of the contrasting information and factual data and evidence that disprove what you believe, right? right? Um, and so the internet is the biggest tool for confirmation bias that we have right. seen in the modern era. Right. And it's important for us to be men and women of integrity, which means also intellectual integrity, to, to have a relationship with the truth where we are allowing the truth to crumble even our lives right. in a way that causes us to back down off of our lives right. if it's been proven true. Right. Because the author of truth is God. Right. All truth is God's truth. It doesn't matter who it comes from. All truth is born of God. Right. God is the truth. Right. So to reject the truth in order to hold on to conspiracy is in a very real sense to reject the essence of who God is, which he is the truth. Right, 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 right. So we have to... I just want to say in this internet era, let us be careful, man, with how we go about uh, getting our information and, and, and uh, let us be mindful of, um, of just, of just proper research, man, and, and vetting Facts. Uh, the, the information in which we receive against experts and against those who actually have factual and empirical evidence and data to back it up. And if there is none to back up what you believe, right. then you should hold it very loosely. Right. And it actually shouldn't be something that is held totally as true if it can't be proven. Facts. Facts. Um, yeah, I, I'll, that's really good. I mean, um, and I'll end by just talking about, uh, the conspiracy that I was in. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, probably about four or five years ago. Uh-huh. Um, if you were signed to reach records, um, you were seen as somebody who was adjacent to the Illuminati right? or in the Illuminati. And I think for I talked about it earlier in the episode that, you know, I I had friends that had been watching YouTube videos, even YouTube videos of me, like in the zone out video, uh-huh. I'm wearing a, a LRG hoodie. Oh yes. And in the LRG hoodie, I think there might have been a triangle on my on my it was uh, somewhere. hoodie. Uh-huh. Um and uh so and they were pointing that to the fact that see, again, it's correlation. A tr- for some reason, Illumin- Illum- Illuminatius love triangles. Yeah, because you got all, a triangle on your shirt. Eye, yeah, you got the all-seeing eye. Um, I think at one point I took a picture and one of my eyes was covered up or something. Oh, like I that. remember that one too. Yeah, and, and folks were like, "See, why is his right eye covered up?" And I remember having converse- conversations with people about this, and it, it, it asked, it pushed me to really think through. How do I help people to recognize when they might be onto a real conspiracy or if they are just peddling foolishness? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I, it's, it's a few things that I think you should think about in, in spotting. Am I just onto foolishness or is there really something to this conspiracy? Because conspiracies typically have some kind of truth in them. Right. Like there's, there's pro- that's kind of the greatest deception is it has right. a little bit of truth. It's mixed in there. Right. That's how they're able to pat it with all kind yeah. of other stuff. Satan did that. That's exactly what That's Satan what did. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. He's good at it. He's an right. expert He's at it. He's a master at it. Nobody's better at it than he is. The the, the first thing that I, I try to get people to think about is what is the goal of the conspiracy? So if you believe that KB's in the Illuminati, 
what is it accomplishing for me to be in the Illuminati? Mm -hmm. Well, it's probably access to some kind of notoriety, you know, fame, uh, fame, money, stuff like that. All things that really wouldn't describe a Christian rapper. Right. Okay. Uh, most Christian, most Christian rappers just have a good job. <laughs> Muggs is not out here balling out of control. Oh. There's a few, there's a few of us who have other businesses and have been able to do well for themselves. But even those guys still are living rather Humbly. Right. They're not like they're not living at the degree of their ability. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's not really that's not really the case. So that that is what else would it be there? And I think the other thing you gotta ask yourself is what does the Illuminati get out of it? Is ask the, yourself that. Is the what does the real? Illuminati get out of for, by having me as a member? Because I'm pretty sure it's Antichrist. I'm pretty sure that they exist to lead people away from Jesus. Then my whole thing is leading, is people. leading people to Jesus. I'm posting testimonies of people getting saved at concerts, people getting saved on their deathbed, people getting saved, you know, at, 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 in churches, in the street, we're in doing, jail we're cells. We're doing concerts, we're doing podcasts, we're, right. doing, we're doing podcasts, talking about trying the power to influence people's mind for Christ and preaching the gospel a lot. I have preached the gospel thousands of times explicitly may i add very explicitly okay <laughs> so i would think if you think about it like that you would think that the illuminati would want their money back they would say yo li listen kb it's not working you're out you're not driving people towards satan like yes, we thought you would satan is we're losing yeah we're not you're not getting people to the 33rd degree like we thought that exactly you, that exactly we thought we'd have way more people yeah. do at the bohemian at the, at the uh, bohemian grove wearing triangular hats listen uh, next to hillary clinton sit, <laughs> singing songs Sitting next to Hillary Clinton, holding hands with Bill Gates and, and reading songs. a Lester Crowley. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. So just, just think about that. Also, think about the fact that God does not exist outside of any power in this world. Yeah. And even as you think about Paul, who's talking about meat sacrifice to idol, the most one of the most established institutions of demonic religion— in Paul's day, it was demonic worship. It was worshiping gods through sacrificing meat and sleeping with other people <laughs> in temples. Right. It was temple prostitutes. They were there for you to worship. Some of them were out in the open. Right in, there. In orgies. Right there. Right. In your face. Right. Boom. Right. And Paul says, even in the midst of this demonic diabolical institution, the meat that they're sacrificing is going to a God that doesn't exist. The meat itself has not been stolen from the God that does exist. Right. So even if you sacrifice a steak to worship a false God, you could very well in good conscience take that steak. Throw some A1 on it. Put some A1 on it, a little bit of Lowry's. Right, right. You feel me? Maybe put a little bit of that paprika. Little, I don't know. Cajun spice it. it. The little bit of that flavor God on it. Flavor God on that mug. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You can do that and eat it to the glory of God. And God is sitting there like, I'm pleased with my son eating this steak. Bravo's a good steak. So if I have a skull on the table. Leroy Jenkins. Because it crossed my mind when we got that skull. I was like, man, are people going to be stumble over this? 
Brothers and sisters, God made skulls. Guess what? You, you have, have a skull. You have this in your head. Yes. Do doctors work for the Illuminati when they're, they're x-raying your body? Think about this rationally, brothers and sisters. Oh, don't even get us into talking about uh, medical examiners doing autopsies. Goodness gracious, they must be at the top of the oh, Illuminati. Oh, they must be bowing. I mean, they're sticking tubes in people and sucking organs out. And right, they're doing right. all, I mean, goodness gracious. Sometimes, this is what I'm saying, when you're looking at conspiracies, sometimes you have to ask yourself... When I say this, I'm not saying it's the easiest answer. Right. But the simple answer, the boring answer, as you put it earlier, may be the right answer. Right. Not saying that's always the case, mm -hmm. but I'm saying ask yourself, is there a more simple, boring explanation for why this happened? Yes. And you got to also think about extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Exactly. Yes, and that that would that would be my next thing. Mm -hmm. If you're going to say something crazy like all of Reach Records is a demonic organization mm -hmm. that is working to lead people to Satan. If you're going to say that, you need to have some pretty extraordinary evidence yes. to back that extraordinary up. Extraordinary claims requires extraordinary because evidence. Because you can't afford to be wrong with gospel ministers. Ooh. Give me a second. Give me a second. Can I get the camera on? Can I get the camera on? You can't afford to be wrong with gospel ministers because God has a particular preference for those who have identified themselves as, excuse me, those who've been identified, called by God as truth bearers to this world and to God's people. The Bible says that those people will be held to a stricter judgment than anyone else so that there is a Elect of the elect, as Charles, Charles Spurgeon used to say. In fact, he says it in this book right here, that God elects his people, then he elects people within his people to lead his people. Those individuals, if you're going to call them false prophets and Marxists and critical race theorists and Illuminati members, you better be right. Mm -hmm. Because the conversation that God is going to have with you about his choice and setting this person aside for his kingdom. I hate to sound a little prosperity-ish, but his anointed, those that he anoints with the ministry of leading people to the gospel through the preaching and prophetic ministry, to place evil on them falsely. Some people need to have us call them out. But when we do, and I do sometimes, you need to stake God's pleasure on it, my guy or my gal, mm -hmm. that God is backing up this claim. Because if you are wrong, you could very much be blaspheming the spirit, and that's not okay. So ask yourself, as Amin has just suggested here, walk through that. When you want to measure the veracity of a conspiracy, think through all of those things. And if it survives the test, then Godspeed, okay? But it, we are calling our people to think deeply, to think critically, and also to be very, very careful in how we use our tongues in relationship to talking about other Christians and individuals that we think are at the center of these conspiracies, because God will not let that slide on Judgment Day. This is Southside Rabbi. Um, KB, Amin, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs>
We love y'all. We love y'all very, very much, more than you know. Please think critically, please think deeply, and please pursue the truth. Yes, be sure to like and subscribe. If you are not a patron, we welcome you into our tribe. God bless you. We love you. Peace. Who's watching me?